This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Adam Schefter has echoed what many people in the national media are echoing, that it seems like the Bears are content at keeping the number one overall pick, which would mean potentially them drafting Kayla Williams. Now, we're going to talk about what Justin Fields' trade market could be out there in the open market if this is true. We're also going to talk about Jalen Johnson still having his heart in Chicago, but his mind focused on the money and some of the best free agents or biggest free agent decisions that the Chicago Bears have to make with their own free agents right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this content for this morning. So, listen, uh... Of course, you're getting a lot of kind of all the things that signs right now. A lot of people are guessing odds have it that the Bears are going to keep the number one overall pick, which would mean drafting Kayla Williams. Adam Schefter, which was on the Pat McAfee show, said this. There are a few issues with this. Number one, are the Bears going to be willing to move on from taking Kayla Williams, which I believe seems to be the widespread consensus around the league, that Caleb's will be the number one pick. And if they are willing to move on from him, then you have to be like Drake May or Jaden Daniels enough or Justin Fields. But again, the feeling around the league seems to be that they'll wind up trading Justin. Whether or not they do, we'll see, but that seems to be the feeling. Now, let's be clear here. Adam Schefter, just like any other national media pundit or analyst, no matter how much plugged in he is, has not been 100% right on everything. But there, I mean, there is enough signs and enough conversation to say that the Bears may seriously be considering moving on from Justin Fields. Now, you know, us here at Chicago Bears Central, I don't want to speak for everyone as far as all, you know, five people you'll see on this channel, but we are of the, you know, of the mind mainly of, hey, let's build this thing out. Let's let's improve the offensive line. We got a better offensive coordinator in here. Let's take a look at what Justin looks like under those circumstances. But as I've been saying, with Ryan Poles having maybe what a, a position he may never be in again, as far as having the number one pick uh two years in a row, may have to review this and think. Maybe there's a, there's a better – maybe we may need to take our shot now and go ahead and get Caleb Williams in the door and then takes our bumps and things where they may uh, go after that point. Now, I know this is not consensus of much Bears fans. As a matter of fact, per every poll that we do on this channel, seems like, at least on, th on this base, most uh, fans want to see the Bears keep Justin Fields and improve it, and they look at things like, like that and say, hey, if we get another weapon in here, we get the offensive line together, we think Justin's going to take that leap. But that is something that the front office really has to weigh is that betting on Justin Fields making that step now with the right uh, you know, situation around him, or do you kind of reset that clock as a lot of people are kind of wording it and, and look at getting, bringing in a rookie quarterback to then go forth and you know make your decisions at that point in time. Now, if the Bears do decide to move on from Justin Fields, again, something that not a lot of people will want to see, but it is something that we do have to talk about because it is an option that this team may go. It, you have to wonder which teams are going to be interested in, and I think it comes down to four main teams. Now, this isn't exclusive. It could be teams other than this. You just never know. But the Patriots, the Broncos, the Falcons, and the Seahawks seem to be the teams that right now 
are probably the most likely that would be interested in Justin Fields. Now, some of those teams are going to get, you know, a J.J. McCarthy, right, a a Michael Penix, a Bo Nix, right, that they're going to be willing to take the shot on that. But are those teams going to be willing to offer up to go ahead and get Justin Fields, a player that's been in the NFL now, that you have a little bit more tape on him, that you may think that you can solve his flaws, even if the Bears don't think that they can. And so those are kind of the teams that you look at and say, all right, these are probably the teams that are going to be most likely. There are some other chances. You know, the Raiders are out there, things like that. There are definitely some other teams that could be interested in the services of Justin Fields. But those are kind of the four right now that, that kind of seem like they may be the most. Now, again, you notice the commanders aren't on that. They definitely could be a team that's in there uh, that, that could be interested in that as well. But with them hiring Cleve Kingsbury, maybe that may point to them trying to get, you know, uh, a Caleb Williams and things like that. But if the Bears are holding on to it, they're going to be SOL. But, you know, that's what it comes down to. And then those teams that are interested in Justin Fields' salary that could affect what they're willing to trade for him, it may come down to, his, to, to the contract. Yes, his 2024 salary is a rookie-scale salary, but then you have to look at picking up that fifth-year option, which any team that trades for Justin Fields is probably going to immediately pick up that fifth-year option. Yes, it, it's $23 million in 2025, but they're probably going to want to take advantage of having that those two years to really assess Justin Fields and where he is. Again, this is if the Bears trade him and things like that. So with that much financial commitment paired with giving up draft capital, it it that that's kind of going to determine what the the deal you're going to get back for Justin Fields is. And so with that said, where will the Bears focus be if they move on from Fields? Is it going to be trying to get more capital in this year's draft, which is 2024? Are you going to try to get a second round pick? You don't you don't have a second. You gave up your second in this draft. Do you do that? Or do you try to kick that into 2025? And that's where it gets a little bit more interesting at, because if they do try to pick it out to 2025, you may end up getting that second round pick. But some people are saying that if it's in 2024, you're probably not going to get higher than a third round pick, maybe an additional pick, a third or fourth round pick in, in 2025, or you could try to get a higher pick in 2025. Now, Again, this is kind of all up and down. You've, it, you, you'll read two different articles, two different days, and they'll give you two different um, or three different sometimes, four different uh, evaluations of what Justin Fields can net back. I know some Bears fans heard that initial rumor towards the start of the offseason, you know, saying, hey, the Bears could get the Atlanta Hawks. They could be willing to offer up number eight. I just don't see that happening. If I'm just being 100% honest, I don't see them going that direction. I could be wrong on that completely, but it just does not seem like, the Atlanta, and I say Hawks, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be willing to give up the, the, their first round pick, which is eighth overall for Justin Fields in this draft. They're probably going to try to use that for either protections, weapons, or something on the defensive side of the ball and maybe focus more towards a second, third round pick, things like that, combination of the two. So that's what the Bears have to also evaluate. I've said it before, in the conversation that comes down between Justin Fields and Caleb Williams, it comes more than just to the two players. It also comes back in the packages that you can get by either trading Justin Fields or trading the number one overall pick, you have to weigh that not only for the present, but also for the future. So that is something that you also have to look at in that in that area as well. If you're going to try to make that determination on what you can get back for Justin Fields, what's a fair value back for Justin? You're not going to get the haul, of course, that you're going to get for the number one overall pick, because if you were, then you probably end up just just holding on to him. But it just, you know, we'll see. I, I think like with most things around this scenario and around this area with the Bears, you just got to you gotta look at everything. And, you know, we I don't think Ryan Poles has made his decision. Ryan Poles has said himself, 
he may push out making this decision until April. And so you got to kind of believe that there is at least a chance of that happening is that I know people, and it, and it makes for better headlines, it would make for a better title of this video, if it's like, we know the compensation that, you know, you like to say things as as facts when they're not necessarily, it's a lot of gray area between that and a lot of discussion made. And when you look over the history of, like, quarterbacks who've kind of disappointed and who've moved on, you don't really get first-round picks back for those guys. But I'll tell you what, Brian Pose has worked out magic before, and, you know, if he does end up moving on from fields, I don't doubt that he's going to get a really good deal back or probably the best deal that's out there. But then you got to weigh that question on, have you now made that right decision on that quarterback? And, and we'll end up seeing what, what it is. Like I've said many times, if you guys watch these daily episodes, I'm, I am really somebody who I am. I, 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 I don't envy the position that Ryan Poles is in. I can talk about things. I, I try to be fair in analysis and look at both sides of things, regardless of where my opinion may lay. And it, it, Listen, there are positives and negatives to either route that the, that the Chicago Bears decide to go with this decision. And, you know, a, a lot of people are on the side of fields. They want to see the Bears really give fields a chance with some with some much better uh, situation around him. And I know that's going to bring the naysayers of fields to say, well, we saw quarterbacks thrive with less in a lot of ways that we have at times. Right. But, you know, in fairness, every quarterback has their own perfect situation where they can they can um, develop in. And it, it, we'll see that. Like, well, I mean, I guess we'll end up seeing. I just, I would love to see for the people who are on, on the on the Caleb Williams side, if it does go where Justin Fields goes to another team that looks competent, has a competent offensive coordinator, if he does thrive, what that would mean. And then on the flip side of that, for the for the Bears fans like me who are do want to see Justin Fields get that opportunity with those improvements, if we do move on from him and we look better with Caleb Williams, how do they react to that? This is going to be. Like I said, I, I I know the national media plays us against each other as Bears fans and things like that, but it, it's a situation where not a lot of teams have ever been in this situation, especially this early into a quarterback's career with this much other outside doubt and things around him on top of you know having a new front office. This is a really unique situation when you look at just everything above having two first round, the two number one overall picks back to back years. Like it's just a lot to be said to that. And, you know, like I said, I've talked a lot about, you know, the benefits of keeping Justin Fields, talked a lot about the haul that you could get back, what you, uh, you know, how you say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill you can set up your team for the now and the future and trading the number one overall pick but in fairness i also had to talk about what the bears could get back in justin fields and what that market may look like for justin fields if the bears do decide to move on from him i'm not the one who's going to tell you that the bears have made this decision or this move means that or this that's not typically what i like to do but uh you know it, it's 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 an interesting scenario that we found ourselves in as a franchise, and we'll see where it ends up taking us. But with that said, man, let's go ahead and get into the next topic. So Jalen Johnson at the Pro Bowl had a quote where he says, Hearts definitely in Chicago, mine's definitely on the money. So, I mean, we'll figure out if we can make them both come together and get something done. I'm looking forward to see what's to come. And this has, of course, meant a lot of people to take it and, and, and run with it. And when it comes down to it, I don't have any problems with what Jalen Johnson said here. Jalen Johnson saying his mind's on the money, it should be. 
because this is the NFL, and this career can be taken from you with a quickness, right? And we know that the how contracts work in the NFL as well. It's not as much unless you get a lot of guaranteed money in it, but not as much security as like with the NBA and things like that. So I have no problems with Jalen Johnson saying his mind's on the money. And when you look at Jalen Johnson and just his performance, whether it be in a vacuum or anything else, Jalen Johnson, PFF grades aren't aren't everything, right? But let's be clear here. He ranked above a player like Sauce Gardner. Like he just, he is right now balling. The, the, the eye test, especially after we got Montez Sweat and the improvements from that defensive line, tell it. The stats tell it. And so at, at this point in time, like you got to look, really look at Johnson, Jalen Johnson to say, this is a guy who I feel deserves. I want to see stay here. Quarterbacks only when they pass towards Jalen Johnson, 46.3% of their passes they completed when targeting that. That's crazy. Also, he has a 28.5. He allows a 28.5 passer rating. That is one of the highlights. That's why he was a pro bowler. He is not, no doubt, undoubtedly, one of the best cornerbacks in the game of football, period. And so with the Bears having, uh, you know, the cap space that we did, we're on pace to have about $67 million in cap space. We need a lot of positions to fill with that, but I don't think you find a free agent better than Jalen Johnson. And I and I hope that Ryan Poles' words uh, hold true, that he says Jalen will be back. So, you know, we'll see with that. We'll, we'll see what comes with that. I hope that it comes to fruition. And and when it really when it boils down to it, this is another big decision that Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren have to make in this offseason. And Jalen Johnson is at the top of the list of Chicago Bears free agents that the Bears have to make decisions on. Kind of when you look at other free agents, right? Darnell Mooney is definitely a decision that has to be made there. 26 years old. And while I know that Darnell Mooney has left a lot to be desired with his production the last couple of years, there are still reasons, plenty of reasons to like uh, Darnell Mooney, and especially with Shane Waldron coming in, being a coordinator who likes to pass the ball a lot. I do think that there is potential that Darnell Mooney can come back here. And I didn't think that at the end of the season. And that's how how different an offensive coordinator, especially with the system that they bring, kind of changes things around the team. And so I can completely see Shane Waldron being interested in keeping um, Darnell Mooney on his team and thinking that he can work on it. Now, there's also that Matt Nagy out in Kansas City that could be looking at Darnell Mooney and saying, hey, I got this guy named Patrick Mahomes who I'm sure he can get you the ball. So, you know, you end up seeing with that one. Justin Jones is another one as well. Like, it's interesting because Justin Jones – played so much better after Montez what got here. Um, and so, you know, he he still has potential. He's 27 years old. I do hope that they improve and go out and get you a a, a bigger three tech in that case. But listen, Justin Jones has a has some promise there as well. And so, you know, in two seasons with the Bears, he had seven and a half sacks, 101 tackles, 22 tackles for a loss, and 24 QB hits. And he had 17 QB hits just last season. So you know, now that you have Montez Sweat there and you have that anchor on that defensive side of the ball, you may look to keep to keep him. And, you know, like I said, the three-tech is hugely important in Matt Eberflus's defensive system as well. So unless you're going out there and getting another guy, you know, we'll see. And, you know, Justin Jones could be re-signed on a shorter-term deal while they're making sure they have what they have in Javon Dexter and ramping him up a little bit. So he's another one that I do think could come back. Now, the guys that I think are no way in hell coming back, Yannick Ngakwe, I just don't think they bring him back. He broke his ankle unless he wants to take a huge pay cut to come back here, maybe rehab his value, go back in free agency again the season after, maybe. But I just don't think Yannick Ngakwe is coming back here. Would have liked to see him a little bit more with Montez Sweat on the opposite side, but, you know, it is what it is there. And Yannick's only 28 years old. Then uh, Deontay Foreman. I think Deontay Foreman's tweet towards the end of that season, that, that, sh- that shut the door on that one. I, I would love to see it um, come, but 
at the end of the day, you got to look at it. Ryan Poles and Shane Waldron, for that matter, are 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 are, are both uh, you know a, a coach and things that really don't hesitate to use rookie running backs. And so because of that, I think that 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 writing's on the wall there. Rasheem Green has already talked about basically he's not coming back. Only though he's only twenty six years old, had some promise there. Lucas Patrick, I doubt Lucas Patrick is coming back. So these are all guys that are towards the top of the of the Chicago Bears free agent list. But I just don't think a lot of these guys are coming back, which is going to open up slots for new guys and some of the young guys to really step up in those opportunities as well. And we'll see what that brings for the Chicago Bears. So let me know what you guys think on that. Now, before we go, I do have one voicemail that I want to get on uh, with you guys. This one, this one's from Donovan. What's going on, Hayes? What's going on, team? It's your boy, Donovan, man. Hey, uh, you had put my voicemail in last week, and uh, I was just recapping on, on the Tyreek Stevenson, Jalen Johnson take I made. Um... I still stand by it because me personally, this is what I think of, of the cornerback position. The corner, the best cornerback to me right now is Legere Snead of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and it's just because of his physicality and his impact on the game. That's just me. Um, Taylor Johnson is a close second. And, uh, the other dude from the Niners, you like him too. I forgot his name. Some Ward, I think. But <clears throat> that's that's where it comes in for me. Tyree Stevenson has more physicality than Jalen Johnson does. Jalen Johnson can be physical, but I think Tyree Stevenson is more effortless with physicality, for lack of a better word. And um, I think he'll be he'll be better longer than Jalen Johnson was, just based off of the, the tutelage that he's had and the um, experience, so to speak. Because um, I feel like Jalen Johnson is giving him some of his gems as far as experience and, and understanding the game and whatnot. Because um, when he got his first interception against Atlanta, when he disguised the coverage, I was like, oh, damn. Jalen Johnson did that a couple weeks earlier against the Vikings. That's the exact same place, that same throw, that same receiver in the same spot and the same type of interception. I know where he got that shit from. I'm saying, like, he's making these plays that can show his growth. And I feel like his growth is going to, going to be more apparent than Jalen Johnson's was because Jalen Johnson was in here for a couple of years before he really broke out. And, of course, he was younger than Tyrus Stevenson uh, is when he first came in and, and he was in the, uh, the years when we had bad defenses and all of that and all of this. But I think Jalen Johnson will be the safe, but I feel like Tyrus Stevenson can um, can be that guy that, that's really flying under the radar and, Oh, we can't pass it to 33, but God damn it, 29 is there too. So I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. And honestly, I'm just glad we got them both on our team. You know what I'm saying? I'm just glad we got them both on our team. Hey, shut down up. Very nice. And so, you know, the cornerback situation. Um, Listen, I, I I get where you're getting at a lot with this. Um, I get it. But to me, this, this cornerback crew that we have here and potentially bringing back Jalen Johnson and what he can mean and having a young, just a, a cornerback core of all guys that all kind of cover. Like, you have the Tyreek Stevenson, who I do think can be a more impactful as far as interceptions. I think he has that ball-hawking mentality. He may get more interceptions than Jalen Johnson, but Jalen Johnson just bringing, like, the, the veteran leadership and just – the, the stats don't lie when it tells to Jalen. And they, they it's more – it's deeper than the stat sheet when it comes to Jalen Johnson, I feel – and you know it come and, and that's part of it. Then you have you know you have Terrell Lewis that's coming off the off the bench as well. And we we just we got Kyler Gordon. Like we have this young quarterback core that I would just love to see get the opportunity to stay together and to see how they're going to continue to develop together. So I get what you're getting at there. Um, I like I said, it, it why you don't have to choose between either one of them. And I get what you're saying is that 
you know, you may be comfortable moving on from Jalen because of what you have in uh, Tyreek Stevenson and else. But here's my thing. Why, why, why second guess if They're always going to have players that get dinged up. They're going to miss a couple of games. And depth, especially in how versatile some of those players can be used, especially how Kyler Gordon has shown he could be used to stop the run and the pass blitz. Listen, man, we could potentially have one of those cornerback cores that, that gets feared around the league. And that's what I hope to see. That's why I want to see Jalen Johnson come back. But, guys, let me know what you guys think is always down below. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Chi-Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.